focus on our issues, developing our solutions, using our voices. Central Arkansas, surrounding areas, and the nation. Get ready. Black Focus starts right now. Phone lines open at 855-525-5683. So here's your host, David W. Coleman and Robert Webb. Yo, what's happening? Black Focus Radio. Our issues, our solutions, our voices. 855-525-5683 is the number. That's how you get in touch with us. If you want to join the show, Robert Webb is lurking around the building somewhere. We'll talk to him in just a few minutes. A lot of stuff to talk about today. Man. (laughs) Wow. I'm going to tell you all like this. We're going to do black facts in a moment. But y'all go ahead, jump on out there and sacrifice your lives for the economy. My people already have done that, okay? So it's y'all turn. So white people, get out there. (laughs) My people spent, what, 400 years of sacrificing their lives for the economy of the United States. So I'm not going to go out there and add to that number. But white people, it's time for you all to sacrifice for the United States economy. So y'all going out there, take your governors, all these governors, y'all go ahead and be out there, okay? (laughs) And I'm serious, too. I ain't playing. A little agua fria there. My throat is a little parched. Welcome to the show. It's Black Focus Radio. Our issues, our solutions, our our voices. You can call us up at 855-525-5683. You can catch us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Right now, I can't get on YouTube. I don't know what's going on with that, so I don't have time to troubleshoot it right now. We're not going to worry about it. You can also go out to the joinetradio.com app, I should say website, and download the app. That way, if you're in and out of your your car, your truck, you can put it on your cell phone, whatever the case may be, and go from there. Cliff, why are you sending me a video message while I'm on the air? Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Uh, (laughs) So, uh, but yeah, that's how you can get in touch with us today. Uh, Give us a call if you want to get in on the show. A lot of stuff to talk about today. I'm going to give you the tease. And what's on my mind today, we'll, we'll work all of that stuff in sometime today or tomorrow. But I, I think you'll enjoy what I've got up. And we've got a great black fact for you today as well. Uh, so let me, let me read the tease for you. And then we'll jump into black facts. Uh, as I say every day, shout out to grocery store workers, CNAs, um, postmen, you people out there that are literally on the front line who aren't making a lot of money, you all are the real backbones of America. And I know it doesn't do any good to tell you that, and that doesn't help your pocket. But hopefully after this virus thing is over with, you all will realize what your true worth is and begin to band together and stop allowing these corporations to run roughshod over you. Okay, we are the only people I think they said over 350,000 Americans 
have lost their health insurance. We're the only industrialized nation that was attacked by the virus and all of their all of those people lost their insurance. Something's wrong with America. It's been wrong with America. And until we stand up, you little folks, you folks that's making nine, ten, eleven dollars an hour. I know you need your money. But you can get more. You're worth far more. You've just got to start believing that you are. And that's the bottom line. Wow, I got up. Man, I just climbed right up on that soapbox real early today, didn't I? Uh, I'm just tired of people disrespecting these young people and all these people out there who are working to try to make this a better land for all of us. Just because you got a little funky job, a nice little job, you don't think everybody else deserves to be paid. You don't think everybody else deserves to have uh, good health insurance. It's ridiculous. Also today, Little Rock taxpayers are paying for a killer cop. Question. If a public servant is being paid with public dollars, he violates the public trust, shouldn't the public have the right to say that person is no longer worthy of the public trust and our dollars? Shouldn't we, the public, have the right to say that? I'm I'm wondering. Also, if you are smoking pot in Little Rock and black, you may have a target on your back. And I'm not trying to be a rapper. But there's a a song in there. Here here it goes. If you're smoking pot in Little Rock and you're black, you may have a target on your back. That's according to the new ACLU report. We'll look at that here. We can't forget about the racist teens in Georgia. You know, they somehow or another thought water and paper and magic marker would make a black person, but they didn't call him a black person. They've been expelled from school. Mm. They're blaming us. We've ruined her life. We'll talk about that. And speaking of racist, COVID-19 has exposed Asians for being racist against black people. It's not just there. And when I mean there, I mean in Asia, like uh, Japan, because Japan is just as bad, and China. It's right here in the United States. And we have to have a family meeting about it. I'm talking about we black folks. We the family. Because y'all need to wake up about this, okay? I saw a post where someone said, oh, well, that's just in Asia that they're discriminating against black folks. So does that make it okay? No. But no, it's not just in Asia. It's here in the United States, and it's been going on for quite some time. We're going to talk about that today, too. Get your Asian brothers and sisters online. Send this to them, Okay. And last but not least, oh, by the way, we'll talk a little bit more about the pie that got cut up and you didn't get a crumb. Mm. You still voting for Republicans. And last but not least, I'm going to dive into a conspiracy theory 
about these governors and the president sending you all back to work amid this virus. And it's going to almost sound like it's true. And at the end, I'm going to ask you the question, is it? <laughs> all right, time for Black Facts. Dynamic Black Facts, our culture, our history, our people. The name of this Black Fact is called How Slavery Changed the DNA of African Americans. How slavery changed the DNA of African Americans. Now, this, this story is on my wall, so if you want to go out and read it for yourself, you can. It was first published back in June, uh, December, two, no, I'm sorry, July of uh, 2016. And this popped back up on my wall. I posted it a couple of times before, but you got to start asking the question. Why do black people continue to allow others to run roughshod over them? And why do black people seem to be willing to attack black people as opposed to the people who are doing damage to them? I don't know if this article is going to explain any of that. So... Let's read and find out. Our genetic makeup is the result of history, historical ev events that influence the patterns of migration and mating among our ancestors that reflected our DNA in our genetic relationship with each other and in our genetic risk and disease. This means that to understand how genes affect our biology, geneticists, often find it important to tease out how historical drivers of demographic change shaped present-day genetics. Understanding the connection between history and DNA is especially important for African Americans because slavery and discrimination cause profound and relatively rapid demographic changes. A new study offers a very broad look at the African-American genetic history and shows how the DNA of present-day African-Americans reflect their troubled history. Slavery and its aftermath had a direct impact on two critical demographic factors that are especially important in genetics, migration and sex. The transatlantic slave trade was a forced migration that carried near, nearly 400,000 Africans over to the colonies and later to the United States. Once in North America, African, African slaves and their descendants mixed with whites and European ancestry. Usually because enslaved black women were raped and exploited by white men and more recently, what's known as the Great Migration dramatically reshaped African-American demographics in the 20th century. Between 1915 and 1970, six million blacks left the South and settled in the northern, midwestern, and western states in hope 
of finding opportunities for a better life. How this turbulent history shaped the genes of African Americans has been unclear because until recently, most genetic studies have focused either on populations from different geographical regions around the world or on Americans with European ancestry. Fortunately, African Americans are now being included in these studies on a larger scale and several long-term long studies have collected genetic data on thousands of African Americans representing all areas of the country. In recent published study, a team of researchers at McGill University in Montreal turned to the data and took a broad look at the genetic history of African Americans. The researchers focused on nearly 4,000 African Americans who participated in, this, in two important studies, both sponsored by the in NIH, the Health and Retirement Study consists of older volunteers sampled from urban and rural areas across the United States. While the Southern Community Cohort Study focuses on African Americans in the South, particularly areas that have a disproportionately high burden of disease. Together, these two studies are among the largest sources of genetic data on African Americans. Importantly, they represent a geographical, broad sampling of the African-American population, which is critical for outlining patterns of genetic history. These researchers first looked at what fraction of African-Americans' genetic ancestry could be traced back to Africa. Not surprisingly, the data shows that for most African-Americans, the majority of their DNA comes from African ancestors. The results also show that essentially all African-Americans have some European ancestry, ancestry as well. The genetic mix of African and European DNA, however, follows a striking geographical trend. African-Americans living in southern states have more African DNA, 83%, than those living in other parts of the country, 80%. Conversely, African-Americans outside the South have a larger fraction of European DNA. Even within the South, this trend holds. Blacks in Florida and South Carolina have more African DNA than those living in Kentucky and Virginia. One explanation of this geographical bias could be the interracial marriages have been less frequent in the South. But this explanation appears to be wrong. The McGill researchers found that most of the European DNA among blacks today probably entered the African-American gene pool long before the Civil War, when the vast majority of blacks in the U.S. were slaves living in the South. The genetic patterns observed by the researchers suggest for at least a century before the Civil War, there was an ongoing admixture between blacks and whites. After slavery entered, ended, the interracial mixing dropped off steeply. But this poses a puzzle. If African Americans can trace most of their European ancestry to an era when America's black population was overwhelmingly confined to the South. Why is it that African Americans now living outside the South have more European DNA? 
The researchers propose an interesting answer. They argue that the great migration of African Americans out of the South was genetically biased. African Americans with a higher fraction of European ancestry who often have lighter skin had better social opportunities and were thus in a better position to migrate northern and western to to northern and western states. Though it would take further evidence to show this definitively, the McGill researchers' results imply that even after the end of slavery, discrimination that varied with shades of skin color continued to influence the genetic history of African Americans. Do these genetic findings matter to anyone other than historians and genealogists? The answer is yes. Studies of genetic history like this one is important because they help explain why blacks and whites often have different genetic risk factors for the same diseases. African Americans are disproportionately affected by many common diseases while much of this is due to poverty and limited access to good health care, genetics plays a role as well. If African Americans are to fully benefit from modern health care, where diagnoses and treatments are increasingly tailored to a patient's DNA, it is critical that we understand African Americans' genetic history and how it contributes to their health today. In other words, we need to understand that not just the cultural and economics of slavery and discrimination, but the genetic legacies as well. And that's my black fact for today. Keep listening to Black Focus Radio for more dynamic black facts, our culture, our history, our people on joinetradio.com. And if you would like to sponsor Dynamic Black Facts, hit me up at 615-554-0568. And I will set up a good package for you. We got to go out and take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to jump into some other stuff. I'm going to go ahead because my conspiracy theory on the COVID-19 and black people is coming up after the break. You got to hear this. And I'm going to tell you. That black fact I just read, whoa, whoa, back in a moment.
Raven M. Hunter, the author of You Are Not Your Circumstances. I want to invite you to the fourth annual You Are Not Your Circumstances conference on July the 17th through 18th. The theme is My Testimony. Located at Curtis A. Green Community Life Center, 1026 Ray Road, Jacksonville, Arkansas. The cost is $50. Learn how to master your setbacks and thrive after a devastating situation. Learn how to shift from financial distress to a healthy way of living and learn how to break free from a toxic relationship. For more information, you can call 501-744-7491 or you can email inspiringandempoweringlives at gmail.com. Don't forget to join me on July the 17th through 18th at Curtis A. Green featuring me, Raven M. Hunter. Call 501-744-7491 or you can email inspiringandempoweringlives at gmail.com. I'll see you there. All right, welcome back to the show, Black Focus Radio. Our issues, our solutions, our voices. 855-525-5683 is the number. I want to bring my my co-host, Robert Webb, in the house. What's up, man? It's all you, my brother. What's happening? Um, You doing all right? I see you brought the sun out. What's your name? Sunny, dog. Call me Sunny. Sunny, it ain't sunshine, right? Just call me Sunny now. Don't call me Sunshine. Sunshine! Sunny. Sunny. All right, so uh, you been okay? You have a good night? You 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 uh, you ready to get back into the workforce? I never got out. Oh, you didn't? I don't get a check like y'all do every two weeks. Oh, I, I, I don't check. I don't get a check either. I have to make a check too, bro. So don't don't get it twisted. I gotta make a check. I don't need y'all it. back in the workforce so I can get one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's I'm, get it. Let's get it. You know that's you know I was telling people I've got a conspiracy theory. Oh God. Okay. Now okay. check this out. All right. Okay. Now, typically, I don't, I don't lend to conspiracy theories. Usually, you don't lend to because okay. I mean, I, I I laugh at them more than anything else. But I got to thinking last night. Okay. Okay, which I do quite often. Uh, sometimes I outthink myself. I've heard that before. And uh, you know, all thirteen of us. So we really, we sometimes. <laughs> well, I'm the only person that can have a meeting with himself, and you know, we got board of directors and everybody. But you know, think about this. Who are dying more from this COVID-19? Um, black folk. Black people, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I don't want to believe that opening up the government, opening back up the, the, the economy, and knowing that the majority of these black folks, okay. they don't have health insurance. Okay. Okay. They don't have... Uh, uh, any support systems per se. Okay. They live in poverty. Okay. All right. They are more susceptible, based on what we've seen thus far, to dying from COVID nineteen because of the the uh, health related issues that that we are aware of. Uh, you know, I wouldn't be thinking that maybe. A government that has enslaved the people for 400 years, a government that raped boys and girls for 400 years, okay, a government that robbed 
free slaves of their 40 acres and a mule. Okay. A government who would send black bodies to war to fight for liberty, yet did not have that same liberty when they came home. Okay. A government who turned a blind eye to Jim Crow. A government who turned a, a blind eye to the Red Summers that took place beginning in the early 1900s and through through the 1950s. Okay. A government that would turn its back on black people being lynched, hung, murdered, castrate, castrated, riddled with bullets, burned alive. A government who, although enslaved a people, but has yet to properly educate them or include them into society. Okay. I wouldn't want to believe that given all the circumstances that this government understanding that the majority of the people who are out there on the front lines are black and poor to send them back to work in hopes of killing a lot of them off. I don't want to believe that. That's got to be a conspiracy theory. Okay, so. Because. Let me just finish. Let okay. me just finish. Okay. Because this government has done everything possible to make sure that black people were equal in health and education. Okay. Right? Right. Wrong. They haven't. That that has been the that has been the message that has been been given That's to been them. the lie that's been portrayed. Last but not least, and I'll be finished with my and I want to hear you all's thoughts. I'll be finished with my conspiracy theory. So if that be true, then you have a white populace who knows that in 2042, listen, in 2042, they will be minorities in America. So would they release a virus that they know would adversely affect people of color? so that they could try to hold on to power. White people wouldn't do that, would they? Well. I'm just asking. Okay, so whenever you have a conspiracy theory, you have to add logic to it, right? So let's talk about who are a majority of the people who are working in health facilities. And when we talk about health facilities, let's talk about where we have the biggest spread of the ep epidemic. I shouldn't say the biggest spread, but we have the most confirmed cases are in nursing homes. Mm-hmm. Um, hospitals, places like that, right? Mm -hmm. So if we have a large contingency of people in hospitals who are contracting the virus or who have the virus, and then you have black folks, a majority of them who work in these hospitals, then isn't it safe to say that the reason a majority of those people are dying is because, like you said, it's, it's, it's economic. It's not racial. It's more economic. But racism in America is economics. You cannot separate the two. I'm just asking because based on the history of this country, based on what we know about this country, 
We have prima facie evidence that this country doesn't give a damn about black people. We know that. We know that. Let me let me give you another example. Can I finish, Dave? Had black people showed up at the capitals across this country with M16s and AK-47s, what would have happened? But go ahead and finish, Robert. Well, me, myself, Mm -hmm. I am always cautious of labeling everything racist Mm -hmm. racist until I can until I can um, properly lay out the lay out the issues before me right Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. I I mean of course of course um, us being economically challenged is somewhat racist right but let's look at this thing in its whole in in totality I mean let's look at everything right Mm mm-hmm Again, if a majority of people who are working in these health facilities are low-income black folks, yep, then these low-income black folks then take this home to their families, and then by that it mm-hmm. spread. It starts to spread, right? Mm-hmm. It spreads to other low-income black families, mm-hmm. right? Who lack health insurance, by the way? Who lack health insurance? Mm-hmm. So the thing is, is that hospitals. So you're saying the, the lack of insurance too. So hospitals have to treat you, even if you don't have insurance. Mm, they no, have they a fiduciary don't. responsibility. Yes, they do. They have a fiduciary mm. responsibility to get you to, to. If you go in with a gunshot wound, it's their responsibility to, to get you stable. Mm. Now, after they get you stable, no, that's isn't. a totally different ball game. You're talking to someone who worked in the hospital. It doesn't matter. You didn't work in that part. Unfortunately, uh, I worked in the. If you're saying that I worked in the ER so at Baptist me, Hospital, and they you're soon tell, as you would so walk in the door. You're trying to tell me now that a host, that, that if you go to a hospital, you don't have insurance. They deny you treatment. Have you not read, read these stories of the lady who went to the hospital for uh, uh, to get the test, and they sent her home four times, and she died? Why did they send her home? Good question. Well, again, I told you I went through the underground tunnel, and I just wanted to see the process. Mm-hmm. Going through the underground tunnel, mm-hmm. they ask you a battery of questions. Mm-hmm. After asking you those battery of questions, if you have no symptoms because because of the lack of tests they, she had, had, they had available, what symptoms did she have? She had all the necessary symptoms, uh, and she died. Like what? I mean, give me the symptoms. Fever. She had cough. All of those things, but she died. That was just that was just one person, though. Go ahead, finish with your explanation. <laughs> I love the way you do that. Just go ahead with your white explanation, Rob. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, so if you look at if you look at the battery of questions they ask you, if you don't have if you don't meet some of those, and then mm-hmm. too, what I've also learned is that if you're not in dire need, if you're not short of breathing. Right, because shortness of breath is what's really crucial. Mm-hmm. So if you have a fever and you have a cough, because what happens is not everyone who has a fever and a cough actually progress to the shortness of breath. They don't progress, right? Not everybody progresses. Some people, um, they they recover without having to be placed on a ventilator. You with me? So the thing is, is that some people, I guess for just for the lack of beds, some people, of course, if they don't have shortness of breath, they are then asked to go back home and self-quarantine. So, I don't know. She says she went to the doctor four times. Uh, yes, yes. And when she went the fourth time, did she ever have shortness of breath? She never got back after the fourth time. She never got back. That's no. disappointing. You know what color? I would was like she? to know more. I would like to know more information. About what color that. was she? I'm sure. Sh- I'm sure she was black, Dave, because you said that she was mm. black, right? Because your mm. conspiracy theory is, 
that they're killing off black folk. I, I, I mean, you know, I'm just asking. I mean, when you live in a country that has a history of killing black folk, is it too far-fetched to believe that this coronavirus is right up their alley? Considering that the majority of the people who are dying, at least in America, are black people. They're saying if once it hits Africa, at least a million blacks are going to die. And wouldn't that be convenient for white people and Chinese people to now go in and take land after a million people have died in Africa? I'm, I'm just asking. So a million people in Africa have died from Corona? That's what they're saying once it hits Africa. Okay. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there because I mean, I I see all of you all. I know your little brains are, are clicking, and I can hear them and click, click, click. Wait a minute, but it just seems so weird that. And then this morning I was listening to the news, and one of the commentators made the the point to say that the coronavirus is a rich person's disease. A rich per what do you mean it's a rich person's disease? The fact that they're not dying from it. Only poor people are dying from it. That was the point that they were making. So if you're rich and you've got money, you're liable to the odds are that you will survive. If you are poor because you know what's happening, no. is that those rich people are getting tested. So they don't send them home to self-quarantine. They test them. I'm not saying this. This is what was reported this morning. Okay. Okay. But the poor people. Who provided the report? Who was the report? This was on M MSNBC. MSNBC. But the poor people, they send them home to self-quarantine. So, so you're saying. Let me ask you one other question. <clears throat> okay. What was redlining? Was that racist? <laughs> is it racist? Because it's not open. Is redlining racist? Um, I think redlining is, is racist. Yeah. yeah. So it's not, and that's economics too, right? That's, that's, that's economics. Yeah. What was what was stealing the land of black people? Was that racist? No, that was economic. That was racist and economics. That was economics. I read a black fact yesterday. As a black man, after slavery, y'all had all the skills, so mm. they couldn't let us have all the skills. Of course. I mean, so that was we racist were, as well. Nobody white wanted to go to the white go to go to the white um, um, blacksmith because mm. he wasn't very good. Nope. It was the black man who was very right. good because mm -hmm. he had been doing it for mm -hmm. free for thirty years. Yep. So of course, when he opened up his blacksmith shop, mm -hmm. he put everybody else out of business because they didn't want they didn't want to take their horses to him to be. So shooting. that was racist and economic. That was that. Well, yeah, racist and economic, mm -hmm. if you want to say it that way. Everything yeah. in this country is racist and economics. Everything is. Everything. This country was built on racism. So, so it until you excise that out of the country, how the, this, so, this constitution on, Dave, on, was written so, on racism. I like that. I like that. I like that concept. Mm -hmm. Glad you brought that up. Okay, so how yeah. do we address it? How do you address it? How we're, do we address We're going to address it, I'm going to tell you, when we get to the Asian part of this. Because there's, there's, there's more to the story. No, no, no. I'm talking about how do we, as black folks, how do we address the current situation? How do we address it? Well, uh, how, do we, how do we keep our people from dying right now? Well, at this point. I don't give a damn about Asians. I'm talking about black well, folks. Well, how do we keep our people from dying? If I knew that, then I'd be on stage with your president. 
But if there's gotta, you can't give it. You can't give us something like this and then not provide a, but, a, a but, realistic solution. But but they apparently if if the if the smart people don't have a solution, and who are you calling the smart he, people? He, the white people aren't they smart? Don't they know everything? So now the only people we've been listening to are them. They're so, saying they're saying, hey, go back out into the economy. They're saying, hey, we need those dollars. Y'all get back to the fields. If you die, if you catch the virus. It's okay. We'll be here to clean up after y'all. Y'all just go right ahead. Now, as I said earlier, I don't know if you heard the show earlier, mm-hmm. but as I said earlier, see, my people already done died for this economy, my ancestors. It's time for the white people to die for this economy. You know, I like I like your thinking, and as a black man, I have to respect it. But as a businessman, I think it's somewhat um, short-sighted. Mm. I mean, again, you're talking about mm-hmm. if people don't go back to work, how, how are they going to pay their bills? I mean, I don't understand what you're saying. If you're dead, how does it matter? Black people are dying, they said, 20% more than any other race of people in this country but b- from Dave, this virus. Dave, so that, I'm going to go back to work. Dave, that's nothing new. We I'm going to go back to work. Dave. I'm going to go back to work. So I can support the white economy that's racist against me. Just like I'm gonna go play football, and they're gonna they're gonna be concerned about the fans, and they're not gonna show up. But I'm gonna send my son to play, so I can prop up their system. Now is the time, in my opinion, more so than any other time, when if we had black leadership would be for black people to make a statement because the majority of us are the ones who are making minimum wage, are the ones who are not making these jobs. What we found out more than anything else about this coronavirus is that these poor black folk and, and, and white folks who's making minimum wage are truly the backbone of this country. I don't disagree. Okay. So if those black folks and those poor folks decide that, hey, we ain't taking this no more, what are they going to do? What is Jeff Bezos going to do? Now is you, the time to make you, a you, statement. But, Dave, you make, this seem, you make it seem rather simplistic. And mm. let, me, let, me, let me tell no, you why it's not, not simplistic so simplistic. At all. Because if I'm a black man and I work for Amazon and that's how I provide for my family, Dave, I don't have a choice but to go back mm. to work unless I want to lose everything I've worked mm. for. So what options can you give me other than going back to work? If we band it's together. It's easy for you to say because your pocket's so deep, you write yeah. a check in the bank bounce. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, I get that. A teeny. Oh, no. I get that, Dave Coleman. Mm. But my point is. Let's see what. Okay. No, nah, Dave. My keep point keep is. I got, I what got other options are we offering black folk other than, hey, listen, y'all. Don't go to work. <laughs> Don't go back to that job that, that you didn't bought your house with, your car with, that you send your kids to school with, that you buy school clothes and groceries with. Uh, don't go back. What what other options do we give them, Dave? Uh, well, right now you're not giving them any options except death. Remember the lady at Tyson? Did you see? Did you hear that story? The lady from Tyson's Foods. Nah, uh-uh. tell it to me. Where it was so sad because she was feeling bad. She couldn't call in to work. Because had she called in to work, she was going to be fired. And the story was told by her son and daughter. So she kept going to Tyson's Foods. 
by the way, Tyson's Foods now, that one that she was at in Georgia, uh, by the way, in southern Georgia where it's predominantly black, where the majority of the people in Georgia down in that area have tested positive for the virus. She kept going, and now she ain't going. She was worried about that house, though. Now she dead. Now she dead. What I'm saying to black people is you all, many of you all have high blood pressure. You have kidney disease and lupus and, and whatever the case, heart, congenital heart failure. You have, uh, you, have, uh, you have all kinds of things. What good is that house going to do you if you're dead? I'm just wondering. I know Mr. Economist over there thinking with his economic mind, but what good is it going to do when you're dead? I'm a realist. I'm realistic. I, I, I'm being I, realistic I too. Okay, you're saying if you don't go, if you don't go to, if you go to work, you're gonna die. But okay, I know I'm not saying that. I'm simply saying is until they can guarantee you some some type of something that makes you say, okay, I'm not gonna care. Look, these people are working and they don't even have any protection. Many of these people are working, and you know somebody somebody made an interesting point yesterday. A lot of you all are walking around with these masks on. Let me let me let me let me help you test your math, your mask. If you can fart and you can smell it through your mask, your mask ain't helping you. Hello? Don't mean to be graphic. What I'm simply saying is, you know, it's great to want to go back to work. We all, you're right, we need this economy. But it's almost like, Going to work and there's a there there's a volcano and there and and there are balls of of lava that's hitting down everywhere you go. I'm gonna take a chance. I'm gonna take a chance. And the only people that's gonna ultimately benefit from you going back to work are rich white men. They don't even give a damn about you because they don't even give you health insurance. They got plenty of money. They don't even give you health insurance. But look, of all the industrialized nations that what do we how do, what what do we offer people? What is the solution to get them to go back to work? I mean, okay, so I get I'm I'm with you on everything you're saying. I'm not disagreeing with you. But what is the solution? What are we offering up? So they they already said wear masks, wear gloves. So you're saying if they wear masks and gloves, they shouldn't go back to work? Uh are those N95 masks? No. So those masks don't protect you. But they're telling you to wear. Does, does the mask that everybody's wearing now, these designer masks that everybody's making, do they protect you? Uh, probably not. I just gave you the criteria. If I fart and you can smell it through your mask, then it's not protecting you. So you're saying otherwise, if I don't have a gas mask on, I can't. If you work. don't have an N95 caliber mask, you're right. You're not really protected. You have a false sense of security. I'm telling you what the doctors say. That's all I'm saying. So unless you have a filtered N95 mask, you are not protected. So you're going to go ahead and go on out there? I mean, that's fine. I know we all got bills to pay. I got bills to pay. But what I'm trying to get people to understand here is that you've got people like you, you've got a gov these governors who are Republicans who are not concerned about your health because if you look at the, the, health, the health 
quotient in Georgia. You look at the health quotient in Mississippi, in Alabama, in Florida. The shocking thing that you're going to realize is that the majority of the people that are dying, even before this happened, are black people because of poor health. So send them on out there. Because if they die, they poll, we don't need them anyway. So that'll clean up the voting rolls. So, Dave, again, I'm coming back to you with the same question. Okay, you said we don't have N- N95 masks, right? Is that what you said, N95? That's that's the ones that okay. you should be using. Yes. And are there a certain glove we need? Uh, no, you don't have a certain certain glove. You so just it's just use, a mask. You need gloves, obviously, in case you touch something. So what's the N95 mask? What's the difference between an N95 mask and any other mask I bought from Home Depot or any other It has facility? a filter in it. So anything that comes into the mask it filters it first, and it extrudes it in another, out in another location as opposed to going into your mouth. Okay, so you're saying that every mask you wear is not N95. Compliant, yes. So what masks are N95 compliant? I, I just told you, Robert. You, you go look up. Have you seen those masks that has a little circle on the front of them? Mm-hmm. Those are probably N95s. Okay. So, how much is an N95? How much is one N95 mask? Mm, I don't know. Probably about a dollar, somewhere in there. Not much. Hell, you a painter? You you know? Go look it I, up. I'm not a painter, boy. Oh, I'm. Oh, I'm sorry. I just insulted him. No, no insult taken, my friend. Yeah. I ain't no damn painter. No, I'm not a very. Why are you I'm looking at painter up? at all? Let's go to the phones. Hey, Cliff, what's up, man? Uh, not much. What's going on? about the face mask? Um. I know originally on the news when when the COVID thing first broke out, they were saying that the mask actually won't really help you unless you're already infected because the the, the purpose of one of the purposes of wearing the mask was to keep from spreading um, the disease when you cough uh, or when you're talking or you sneeze or whatever. It's to block all the particles coming out of you that are um, going to infect other people. Uh, yeah, that's correct. Let me let me just well, quick. The other part of that is when you wear a mask and you don't wear anything else, um, you're still susceptible to catching it um, through your eyes, and and you know, so you're kind of only doing. I mean, it's better than nothing, but you're still susceptible to catching it because your eyes aren't covered. And if it gets into any of your soft membranes, like your eyes, your mouth, your nose then potentially you can become infected. But back to the Tyson story real quick. A line worker at Camilla, Georgia, based based poetry plant owned by meat giant Tyson Foods, recently succumbed to COVID-19 after being pressured to go back to work while sick. Annie Grant, 55, died in a hospital after fighting for her life on a ventilator for more than a week. My mom said the guy at the plant said they had to go to work to feed America. But my mom was sick. Two other workers at the same plant also died, and many workers at the meat processing plants across the country have been in, become infected with the virus. Y'all go ahead. Because these people at Tyson didn't care about Annie Grant. And they used the argument, we got to feed America. No, we got to make sure that our money keeps coming in. Because I guarantee you, Annie Grant probably didn't make 
fifteen dollars an hour, if that much. All I'm simply saying is now is the time that black people need to start standing up for what they believe in. And if you and if you tell me right now that that grocery store worker, if you tell me right now that that garbage man and all these people that are making minimum wages out here, even your fast food restaurant guy, even your your line cook, <clears throat> even 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 your bus boy, are you telling me now that they ain't worth a damn thing? In fact, I've been saying for years that this is, these are the wheels that grit, that rolls America. Not these these guys sitting in the boardrooms. These are the wheels that roll America. And it's time for America to recognize these people as who they are and what they stand for. Period. I know, I know, you know, y'all got this corporate mindset, this capitalist mindset, but this is trickle-down economics in plain view. And I'm gonna pull up this piece by Mark Cuban, because Mark Cuban even said it. Said what? I'm gonna pull it up in just a moment Please about do. this this trickle down economics crap. I don't feel bad about being a capitalist. I mean, I don't. No, I shouldn't say a capitalist. I don't feel bad about being a businessman. I, th I think what is important here is that I just feel this way, and I, I know it's gonna sound really terrible. But oh, Robert, a, that sounds terrible. That's a slave mentality, and as an owner's mentality, I don't want to have a slave mentality. I just don't. I've been a slave before. Don't want to be one again. So if they're telling y'all you got to take your ass back to the plantation, guess what? You got to go back to the plantation. You a goddamn slave. Go back. I'm sorry. It's, that ain't my fault. I didn't decide to be a slave. You did. That's cold. You're welcome. That's I'm cold. done talking about this. That's cold. Because I'm, I'm just irritated right now. But don't be irritated. I'm, I'm irritated. I, mean, I mean, again, I we're always talking about the issues of our community, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But the thing that bothers me most is that we still got a slave mentality. Get off the damn plantation. Figure out a way. Get off. Because guess what? get off the plantation you ain't got to go back to it use be free boss use be free uh let, let's listen to mark cuban here. sure uh, let's see well, it'll be ready here in just a moment but i agree with you and that's the point i'm bringing this up that's exactly why i'm bringing it up because at some point it's pretty clear that they don't care about you black people in fact, they've shown you that a long time ago. And if my conspiracy theory holds true, then, yeah, they're happy for you to go back to work because the majority of y'all are going to die. You get that, right? The majority of you guys are going to die. So that's, But do you have a choice, Dave? That serves Do you have purposes. a choice? Dave, because your options are your options are bleak either way. Mm -hmm. Either way, either way, Dave, your options so, are bleak. So, now hold on, Dave. Mm -hmm. This is the terrible thing about being black in America, right? Mm -hmm. Your options are bleak either way you go, right? Mm -hmm. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. Mm -hmm. Options are bleak. Now let me tell you, like they tell you in politics, pick the uh, pick the two of pick the uh, lesser of two evils. Yeah, there you go. Enjoy yourselves. Uh, See you when you get back. Me dying has nothing to do with the lesser of, less of two evils. Yeah, it is, because you got to pick one, right? Because you know. you're, you're either going to die a physical death or you're going to die an economic death. And hell, if you're lucky, you might die You might die both. Come on, Dave. What are your options here, brother? Let's, let's listen to Mark Cuban. Sure. Just being so grumpy today. 
Treasury has to say to banks, loan money first, ask questions later, deal with fraud later. This is that inflection point. It's right now, as we're speaking, that we are at an inflection point where money has to get into the system so small and medium and even large companies retain their employees. And with me now is uh, that man, Mark Cuban. He's an entrepreneur. You know him. He's the owner of the Dallas Mavericks. He's one of the sharks from Shark Tanks. Uh, Dr. Tony Coles is also joining me. You know him, too. He's the chairman of the Black Economic Alliance, executive chairman and CEO of Cerevel Therapeutics. Gentlemen, good to see you. Uh, this is an important time, Mark. Uh, this, is, this is not, I think the point you're making is this is not a time to intellectualize this. I'm in Manhattan. I walk outside. Almost everything is shut down. Uh, small businesses do not keep afloat. You know them well because you, you see them at the front end on Shark Tank. They don't keep uh, eight months and ten months worth of cash flow around. They also don't have the sophistication to be the first ones through the gate when the bank opens the door uh, for the loan program. Yeah, you're correct. And they don't have the relationships just to call their banker and say, put me up front. And so we have to learn from the mistakes of the original tranche of PPP. We have to adjust. We have to get, make sure that the bankers, again, don't try to finesse this and get the money to the people who need it the most. They know their customers. They should know who needs it right now. And they need to move forward and get it funded. And, you know, the fact that we're delaying the second tranche just makes it even worse. Because by the time the money gets approved, by the time the banks then approve it, we may be so far down the road, most of those small businesses are out of business. Hello, that's the point. Because if they cared about your small business, if they cared about your economy, what you're saying, Robert, then they'd have made sure that the small businesses got the majority of that money. The ma only 5% of what is considered small businesses got that money. You had people like Ruth Chris. You had all these franchises stealing that money, and it's legal. I shouldn't say stealing because they made sure that they would write it into the law that those franchises would be able to get that money. So y'all go right ahead. The problem with this system is that we accept it and refuse to say, instead of saying, let's change it. Oh, well, that's just how it is, man. I refuse to accept that. What you going to do to change it? Okay. What can you do to change it? Uh, first, educate people. Other than, other than saying you're not going to accept it. What did he, what, I mean, how can, first off, how can you not accept it? You've already accepted it. Mm. You you don't you just don't know it yet, but mm. you've accepted it. No. A lot mm. of people out there, a lot of slaves have already accepted it. Mm. I'm not a slave. They haven't. They don't have a choice but to accept it. Well, I know you're not a slave. Your mm. pocket's too deep to be a slave. No. I get that, player. I get where no, you are. I'm not a slave. The point is, no, my mind is too deep. The point to be is, a slave. My mind. I don't give a damn how deep mind your mind is broken. I don't give a damn how deep your mind is. If your pockets ain't deep, use a slave mm. at some point to somebody somewhere somehow. Right. Slave is slave, no matter how you chalk it up. No matter how you chalk it up. You, even white people are slaves now. Everybody's slave. Everybody's slave. You don't want to admit it. No, I always feel good saying it. But yeah, to some degree, you're a slave. You got to go to master's plantation. You ain't got a choice. Master make you clock in. Master let you go to lunch. Master let you go home. Master tell you got to come back. You're a slave. People say what you want to about it, but you're a slave. That's it's why slave, that lady it's died. slave mentality. Exactly right. You got to go. You ain't got a choice. Mm -hmm. Again, so, what are your yeah, options? So yeah. here are your options right here. You've been at home for three weeks. If you always said you wanted to start a business and you ain't started, you ain't going to ever start one. You had all the time in the world to start you a small business. Right now, right here. Now, people going to start giving excuses about, well, my God, uh, the people are not moving around, and I can't, therefore I can't start my business. 
Oh, well, you have an opportunity to start your business. Start it now. People, wherever you're working at, there's a way that you can monetize what you do. There's a way you can interrupt the, interrupt the flow. You got to figure it out. <laughs> you can't keep being a slave. You just can't keep doing it. It ain't going to work for you. It don't work for nobody. Then you're raising your kids to go out and be slaves. Go, get a, go to school, get a degree, and go be a slave. Why would you pay all that money to make your kid a slave? Really? Really? You're going to make your, you're gonna spend $100,000 and make your son or daughter a slave. That's stupid. Don't spend the money. Just tell them when they graduate, go get a job. I want you to go be a slave now. I'm going to save this $100,000. And if for some reason you get sick, I have $100,000 to get you well. There you go. Because, Dave, this is craziness, man. Why, the conversation makes no damn sense at all. Ever, period, point blank. Now, people say what they want to about capitalism. Y'all say what y'all want to. Y'all get mad at me. Y'all sending me all these texts. So be it. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, only one thing matters. Just like Dave said, the folks who get the loans got money. So what we need to be doing is getting money. But y'all don't want to get money. Cool. I understand. See you on the plantation, pimps. Peace. Did I put that on the T or not? Damn, I'm good. Damn. That's that's how you set your co-hosts up. How you set me up? Because you said exactly what I was saying. What's that? Is that it's got to be a mind shift. Where you gonna get a mind shift there with black folks? When have we ever had a mind shift unless we were forced to? I'm just saying. It's, are, are, are we being? Are you but, saying we're being forced to now? Uh, I, well, you ought to be paying attention because it's y'all that's gonna be going out there. Who's y'all? Well, not you, Mr. Mind and Mule. No, nah, that's you, Deep Pockets. But, but it's y'all that's going to be going out there making that minimum wage job with your face. Ain't even minimum wage. You don't matter hell. If, with, you, if, your, you going, if you going to anybody's building and it ain't yours, use a slave. However you put it. I'll give a damn if you're making $100,000 a year. You still well, a slave. Well. You a slave. Straight up, straight up. That's it. You a damn slave. So how do you solve that problem? And that's the whole point of bringing up that conspiracy theory. Hmm. Y'all get it now? I'm sorry I had to take y'all all around by Sally's house, but you I hope y'all get win. it now. You just know you couldn't win that argument with me once I made it. Once, I, I, once I, I gave it to you. I did win the argument. Nah, Dave. Yeah, you did you, not. You, you, but no, seriously, Dave. We got to go. I'm being serious. You got to. We have to come up. We have to. We have to create revenue. Look at look around your neighborhoods. You don't have a movie theater. We, we, we you got, don't have grocery we, stores. We, we gotta go. You don't we have quality go. restaurants. No, Dave, hold on. Yeah. You didn't get started do this now. No, no, no. You didn't get started now. You don't have quality. You, you want to pay for this show? If you want to improve your financial condition, mm-hmm. look around your community mm-hmm. and figure out a way to figure out a way to make money from it. Boy, that's gonna segue right. They've ahead. given you. They've given you an opportunity to be rich. You just won't take it. So peace out, slaves. But I heard black people can't get it, so I'm good. Well, that's absolutely not true. And everyone is at risk of getting and spreading COVID-19. I'm curious, what else have you heard? I'm almost embarrassed to say, but I hear if you spray bleach all over your body, you can kill the viruses that have already entered your body. Wow, that's also not true. Truth is, there's no way to kill the virus because there's currently no cure. What you can do is take preventative measures and wash your hands regularly. 
practice social distancing, stay home if you're sick, and clean and disinfect frequently touched surfaces. Noted. One more thing. So if I get the flu shot, that won't stop me from getting COVID-19? Correct. The flu shot can protect you from the flu. If you do begin to develop symptoms of COVID-19 like fever, dry cough, shortness of breath, call your doctor and find out if you should get tested. For more ways on how you can protect yourself and your family from COVID-19, visit ARMinorityHealth.com. Arkansas Minority Health Commission. Your health, our priority. Hello to quality time at Marco's. Hello to the best part of the day and to making someone else's. Say hello to late nights and to the best night ever. These are the primo moments, and they call for Italian quality pizza. Dough made from scratch every day. Sauce with a history in the making from the original Giamarco recipe. Say hello to an authentic favorite. Every store, every day, the Italian way. Hello, primo. Hey fans, are you looking for the best chicken wings in the city? Then look no further than Great American Wings, located at 3230 Colonel Glen Road in Little Rock. Getting ready for the big game? It's Great American Wings. Getting ready for dinner for the family? It's Great American Wings. Lunch, dinner, or snacks? It's Great American Wings. No matter the size of your group or the flavor of your wings, Great American Wings got you covered. Call today at 501-406-7134 to place your order. Are you on a tight schedule and don't have time to stop by Great American wings don't fret call us up and we'll deliver your favorite flavors right to your front door that's why we are called great american wings because we aim to please don't miss out on the best wings in the city it's great american wings located at 3230 Colonel glenn road right here in little rock open daily from 10 a.m to 9 p.m great american wings is guaranteed to offer you something that'll tickle your taste buds you've tried the rest now try the best it's great american wings you got it. England and East Little Rock's answer to your aggravation. The Joy Network. Now, The views and opinions expressed today on Black Focus Radio. The views and opinions expressed today on Black Focus Radio are not the views and opinions of the station, its management, or its advertisers. Now, let's get ready to focus on our issues, our solutions, using our voices on Black Focus Radio. Welcome to Black Focus, the show designed with our community in mind, where we focus on our issues, developing our solutions, using our voices. Central Arkansas, surrounding areas, and the nation. Get ready. Black Focus starts right now. Phone lines open at 855-525-5683. So here's your host, David W. Coleman and Robert Webb. All right, welcome back to the second hour of the show. I think I've calmed Robert down a little bit. Lord have mercy. But he got my point. You know. I think you got mine, too. You know, the, the whole point in bringing that up, whether you agree with the conspiracy theory or not, which I don't think there is, but I can see some sick white people saying, the blacks are dying from it, let's send them back to work. Because they are drunk with power. You know, I, I saw an interesting meme the other day. And it showed different cultures. Let's see, it showed the Asian culture. It showed the Hispanic culture. It showed the African culture. And it, it all had pictures of cultural dress <laughs> and, and dance and, and statues that represented those cultures. 
And then when it showed the white culture, it had Confederate flags. Think about that. Do that again. Say it again. It showed the Asian culture with all of their hieroglyphs and their their dance, their 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 dress, their colors, all this. It showed the Asian culture, same with them. Showed the African culture, same with them, their dress, their symbology, all of that stuff. And then when it came to the white culture, it was just a picture of Confederate flags and white people with M16s. So what did they show when they showed the black culture? Uh, they showed the African culture. They showed dance. They showed the, the, the dress, the symbology, as I said, hieroglyphics and you know, pyramids and things of that nature. How much of that I, have we been able to monetize? Um, well, we haven't been able to monetize any of it to the extent that affected us here in America simply because of a mentality that we have. And that's where I'm trying to get to here. What, what I don't disagree with what you're saying, Robert. I'm simply saying is that that attitude should have been out there long before now. You see what I'm saying? We should not be now realizing that, hey, we got to go to work and risk our lives and literally die so we can pay a mortgage as opposed to if we had a substantial black business community, then we could support one another in those trying times. You know, to give you an example of that, during the bus boycott in the 60s, that's exactly what they did. Those blacks who had cars, they carpooled. They supported and helped one another. We don't do that. Yeah, I'm trying to get you to think. Because it's it's really in bringing up that conspiracy theory. I wanted you to get how sad of a commentary it is that we poor blacks still got to go to work. We got to go out there. We got to risk life, limb and liberty. And that money is going to white people. The Jeff Bezos of the world, the Waltons of the world. And they are paying us pitlings. I saw a statistic the other day where of all the industrialized nations that has the virus, the United States is the only nation that doesn't have free health care. We're supposed to be the biggest. We're supposed, in fact, the number was over 356 thousands, thousand Americans. You should go pray about it have lost their health care. You should go pray about it. Within Stop. just the Stop. last month. Stop. You should just go pray about it. It's going to be all right. Just go somewhere, kneel down, pray, and wait. Now move No, on. I'm not going to do that, Robert. Why not? Because that's just not how I operate. Okay? You go take that stuff somewhere else. Why not, Dave? Why can't okay? you do it? Listen, Dave, at the end of the day, Black folk, we have always operated totally different than everybody else, and that's why we're for in whatever the reason, we're for in. whatever reason we have, and we see everything as being shady and whatever else. But you know, if I get one more request from somebody about a pyramid scheme, if I want to join some culture, some 
some something they come up with these uh these pyramid schemes where you know hey if you go if you just call me and say hey man you want to make some money i got a pyramid scheme you want to get in and make some money all right i'm down but don't get in telling me listen man you can get in and make a ton of money blah 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 look around your neighborhood man there's money to be made in your very these very black na- well sorry y'all who don't stay in black neighborhoods i'm not talking to y'all but the ones who stay in black neighborhoods look around your neighborhood there's millions of dollars in your neighborhood millions because think of all the things that black neighborhoods don't have. Black neighborhoods, black folks consume a majority of your fast food. But guess what? In black communities, there's no McDonald's. Nope. There's no Burger Kings. Nope. There's no Wendy's. Nope. Right? Black folks spend a ton of money going to the movies. But look around your black neighborhoods. There's no movie theater. There's no bowling alley. There's nothing. Negroes can't tell me that they can't create a business. There is a definite need in the black community for all the things I just listed. And even some that I haven't. There's tons of money in black communities. It's up to y'all. It's up to us if we want to get the money. It ain't nobody else. I mean, you can go to any go go anywhere in America where you got a group of black folks. Where you got more than 20 black folks that live in the community. I guarantee you, it ain't there. Now, people are gonna say, Robert, well, why wouldn't they already do that? Because it's all based on economics, right? It's all based on money. They ain't gonna put no. They ain't gonna put no restaurant in no black neighborhood. The, the median income is too low. Even the per capita income is too low. They ain't doing it. They ain't doing it. Some neighborhoods you got a per capita income of six thousand dollars. They ain't doing it. But unfortunately, that per capita income is deceiving. Black folks understand that. That that is deceiving. That is deceiving. Black folks still got to eat like everybody else. Black folks got to buy clothes like everybody else. Black folks got to do everything everybody else do. They just got to figure out a way to do it less, uh, less expensively, right? So the thing is, why are we not focused on getting in our neighborhoods and making money? Well, you know what? Why don't you just move to a white neighborhood where you have everything already? Then you don't see it because that's what they want you to do. They want you to move to those white neighborhoods. And what they do is they come back to your old neighborhood when y'all done all moved out to their neighborhood, and then they come back. So I tell you now, to all my good black friends, stay gone. And I know somebody getting ready to text me. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm telling you right now. I know who you know no, who I'm no, talking no, to. No, don't tell him, Robert. Don't Do tell not him. Text don't me. tell him, Robert. No. Okay, good. She didn't text. All right, good. Whew, don't text wrong. me. But the thing is, is y'all listen. We ain't got to be slaves if we don't want to. We can we can run for freedom. Y'all want to go? We can run. We can run for freedom. Yes, we can, brother. Ashe, my brother. Ashe. I, I feel like I feel like I need to uh, play some African music or something. Let me, you know, let me see what what can I play here. <laughs> what can I play here? Uh, let me let me. I gotta find something that because I'm I don't know what has happened to Robert, but man, my brother, my brother. Just because, man, I've been a, I was an advocate for years, right? I fought for those things. I've, I've, we've been successful. We were successful at getting things for black folk. And not that. I don't. Not that. That, that doesn't work. I do see that the cargo weight changed. I say this to they black reduced folks. Reduced poundage. I see. That is all. you, perhaps. 
I may need a quill and parchment and a better imagination. <clears throat> and what poundage do you imagine the entry may refer to, sir? A mast and sails, perhaps? Givis. Givis us free. Givis us free. Be free, folks! Be Give free! Us free. Give us free. Your Honor, please instruct the defendant that he cannot disrupt these proceedings with such out. Give us us free! Give it us free! If we are to have any semblance of order in this court, Your Honor. Give us free! Give us free! Give us free! I love that line. Give it to us, baby. Give us us free. Say it with me, y'all. Give us us free. Say it with me, y'all. Y'all sitting at home, say it with me. Give us us free. 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 Come on, y'all. Come on, man. You ain't gotta be a slave yeah. forever. That you was, can be free. That was emotional. That was. Give that us was, us free. You ain't gotta be a slave forever. I don't know. I don't know who tinkled in in Robert's coffee, but boy, it's, it's been a good thing. Because man, you just you 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 worry me with that. You act as though other people have control over us. They no, don't. I'm not. Yes, you are. I'm not. There's a conspiracy against black folks. No, the conspiracy is black folks. We won't do. We won't. We won't seize opportunities that have been given to us. Okay, we me, have opportunities okay, there. Let me, let me explain. I did that on purpose. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. It worked, didn't it? How did it work? What do you mean? It got you riled up, didn't it? I'm not riled up. And to y'all send these text messages, I don't really care. <laughs> I don't really care. <laughs> oh, that's good, Robert. Let's see, what did Rockman, Rockman Carter has something else to add. Let's see what he said. What's up, Rock? I don't know why Rockman won't call the show. He just likes to send me texts. He text. just likes to send texts. What Rock's talking about? Okay, Rock Rockman says, ain't oh. nobody giving nothing. By that shady comment, Rock, I got you, player. I got you. Yeah, so. You throwing shade at me? That's cool, though. But, no, I'm just saying. It's, see, here, here's the bottom line. <clears throat> is I agree with everything you're saying, and the reason I couched it as a conspiracy theory, and I thought you would catch it, but you caught part of it, but then you went on your little tangent, climbed up on your little soapbox. But we live in a country, and I, and I delineated all of those issues that, that this country has perpetrated upon black people to suggest that they have your goodwill and benefit in mind as they fashion policies is ludicrous so to your point robert is that yeah we ought to be maintaining and making our own in fact that's long overdue that it should have been happening 30 years ago but a mentality that 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 permeates throughout our community is the white man's ice is colder the white news is right well, I don't want to deal with them black folk. Let them go be with white folk then. Let you know, them go. 
but when but they again, do the purge, when they do the purge, I just need black folks to know y'all stay with white folks when they do the purge. Be where you be. Don't come back to the hood. Be where you so be. So my point in saying all of that is that now is the time. It, it's the same as I talked about on Saturday with blacks, black athletes. Now is the time for you to tell them that no, we're gonna control our own bodies. You're not sending me back out to the fields, Dave. Regardless of how much money you make, <laughs> you're still a slave. Michael Jordan, that Negro free. MJ free. You ain't uh, no slave. So Magic, um, free. Mm-hmm. But Carmelo, slave. Now why is Carmelo a slave? Really? You gotta you gotta ask the question. I don't want to talk about Carmelo. Okay, fine. Still a slave. If you don't own it, you a slave to it. Even the stuff you own, you're a slave to it. But you know what the difference is? What is the difference? Bro? You own it. Okay. You own it. Mm-hmm. All about ownership. Well. Guess what? Guess what? Your kids, mm-hmm. our kids technically are slaves to us, right? Because mm-hmm. technically we own them. Mm-hmm. We provide for them. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Right, okay. Until they get about 16, then you can't tell them jack. Yeah, that's the way it works. But the thing <laughs> is, is that what we have yet to realize is that we have opportunity. We won't take it. We have opportunity. Why we ha- won't we, we take it? We have opportunity. Why won't we take it, Ron? I think part of it is we haven't been educated properly about the importance of business. But wait a minute. Why people are going to educate us? But we haven't been properly educated about business and how business works. But wait works. a minute. The white people are going to educate us. We haven't been educated about business and how business works. But white people are going to educate us. Secondly, we, don't under, we, we've been, we haven't been taught about the importance of credit and how credit benefits your lending. But white people are going to tell us that. How credit impacts your lending ability. But white people are going to tell um, us that. There's no, there's, no, there's no business classes in the black community. Well, I take that back. There is a business class in the black community. It's called DOPE. It's called crack cocaine. It's called cocaine. It's called the underground economy of the black community that nobody talks about. And people then often wonder why guys who sell dope become better businessmen because they understand supply and demand, right? So everybody has an understanding. Unfortunately, black folks don't have an understanding of business. But they're not businessmen either because they're working for the Colombians. But guess what? They're still free. They ain't punching nobody's time clock. Again, if you punch in the time clock, what's wrong? Oh, I'm just somebody just sent me a message. I can oh. read it. If you punch in the time clock, you are technically a slave. Okay, y'all. Just so y'all be quiet. Here it goes. Well, Robert, <clears throat> the bottom line is, and the reason that uh, I wanted to bring that up. It's because we are slaves, which segs, which lets me segue into my next subject. Okay, you ready? It says, slave is a noun, a person who is the legal property of another and is forced to obey them. A person who works very hard without proper remuneration or appreciation. Hmm. A person who is excessively independent upon or controlled by something. A device or part of one directly controlled by another. 
Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like slave, right? Isn't mm. that the definition, the proper definition? Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Now, t- now people people are saying, I'm a slave too. I ain't going to lie to you. Only difference is I'm my own owner. And the things that I own, own me. Mm-hmm. Right? I got a slave for them. I'm not slaving for someone else. Dig. Hey, be a slave. Ain't nothing wrong with being a slave. But it was a, it's a great line in City Hall where uh, my man is saying that uh, Howie P. Newton used to always say, if you're going to be mixed up in something, be mixed up to the very top, right? Don't be mixed up at the bottom because if you're mixed up at the bottom, eh, what's the point of being mixed up? Be mixed up to the very top. That's what we need to do. We need to be mixed up to the very top. And we got to get rid of slave mentality. We got to get oh, rid of Oh, by the way, I said 350,000. Let me correct that. What? What's the number? Uh, citizens who lost their health insurance in the past two weeks due to the economic collapse. How many? Let's just go through this list real fast. UK, how many people you think? I don't know. Zero. Okay. Turkey. I don't know. Zero. Okay. Sweden. Well, hold on, Dave. Let me hold on, Dave. I want to no, do something. Hold, no, on, hold, on, no, hold on one second. That's something I want to do because that's, that's significant that you're doing that because I want to make a point. Okay, hold on one second. Uh, hold on one second. These are all the industrialized nations. Of all these industrialized nations, and I think there are 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 16, 18, 21. Of all the 21 industrialized nations, how many people lost their health insurance? Robert? Hold on, Dave. Robert? Robert? Hold on. Hold on. I'm trying to do something. One second, player. One second, player. I got something I'm trying to do here. Be patient with a brother. Well, the answer is. Okay. Zero. Okay. Hold on, Dave. Hold on. I want to do this again. Hold In on the one United second, States, 3.5 million. Mm, yeah, you slaves. Hate to break it to you. But while Robert's looking that up, let's not forget our, our teenagers in Carrollton, Georgia, who last weekend decided that it was cute, I guess, they were staying inside too long and breathing their own um, uh, excrement and decided that they wanted to make a nigger. So they had the boldness to post it on social media. Well, they had a cup of water. Now, I don't know you could make us this easily, Robert. I'd have been making us a long time. All right, ago. I'm ready. Let's go. Let's start that list over. Who lost their health insurance? Of uh, the 21 industrial industrialized nations. All right, give me the 21. Let's start from the very beginning. Let's go. Just, uh, I've already given you all half of them. So. Hold on, you said who, Turkey? Mm-hmm. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Let me get you. Let me get you. Turkey gets $44.9 million in, in federal aid. Go ahead. Who's from, next? From Dave? who? From the United States. Yeah, they do, don't they? they got what, about, they, what about Canada? Canada. Canada, Canada. Let me find Canada. One second. One second.
Canada. Canada gets uh, Canada gets four point three billion in foreign aid. Okay, so your point to bringing that up is what? Because I think it's important that people understand they pay for other folks to have privileges they don't even have. Hello, you're making my points so well. You, you're you're so good. I like that love. But anyway, back to Carrollton, Georgia. Okay, Carrollton, Georgia. So we're done with so, that. Yeah, we're we're. I just, you know, we're we're moving on. We'll we'll swing back to that later because I got okay. I got some other things I want to talk about. Um, these two young people, and I thought it was comical that once they were exposed, I don't know why you would post something on social media, and I think people wouldn't expose you, but you did. So the young lady issued an apology, and she blamed black people for exposing her. They said she said that you all have ruined her life mm. because she's mm. now she got expelled from school. Oh man, it's terrible. Mm-hmm. And the college that she was trying to get into no longer wants her. <gasps> oh my okay. god! And she was crying crocodile tears. Oh my god! Complaining that you all how terrible for her ruined her life by exposing her on social media. How terrible for her. You know, so. What I'm trying to get y'all see, there's a there, there's a theme to today's show because Robert is on point, you know, because it's about time we start taking care of ourselves. It's been long past that. Let me give you some more examples. You know, I talked about the Asian racism the other day. Did you know there's a restaurant in a in 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 uh, uh, China called Nigger Burger? Hmm. Did y'all know that? That you all know that they are now expelling black people out of China because it was China who started the the virus, but they're blaming black people. We talked about that the other day, right? Now remember that, right? So the reason I'm bringing this up <clears throat> is because a friend of mine yesterday made the absurd post that don't, and by the way, you know, the New York Attorney General, she's black, right? Mm-hmm. She set up a task force for for Chinese in case they're discriminated against, mm-hmm. okay? She's black, by the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, my friend yesterday made the comment, which was ridiculous, that the racism in China only occurs in China. Now, that statement alone is ludicrous upon itself. Because if you're a Chinese immigrant and you're practicing racism in China, what are you going to do when you come to America? You're going to fall right in with the white supremacist. Okay? I made a mistake. China, uh, Canada gets, they give $4.3 billion in foreign aid. They get $3 million from America. Okay, I thought that was a little high. They get $3 okay. million from America. My bad, y'all. So here's my point. So I posted to that guy a video of a sister who was in New Orleans. And remember I told y'all the story when I went to New Orleans a few years ago and to get Cajun food, I ended up going into this place and it was ran by Chinese. So the sister goes into this Chinese restaurant and I don't doubt that this doesn't happen across America. And considering the fact of what we've seen in New York and some of the nail salons, just recently, by the way, remember the nail salon? where the black women were beaten with sticks, those people never served a day in jail for their discrimination and racism. 
So I posted a video of this Chinese guy. It was in New Orleans, and he was telling the black people in the store to go back to Africa in his broken language. Now he's not even a he he's not even a uh, he's a naturalized American. He's telling black people, and then there was his sister who was filming it. She says, "How could you say that to her?" And he looks at her and says, you can go back too. Now, why am I bringing this up? Because, see, Robert is making an excellent point. Because many of you all are going to go back to their nail salons. You're going to go back to their restaurants. You're going to go back to whatever their, their grocery stores or whatever the case may be. Many of you all are going to continue to take your money to Chinese people. And they hate your guts. Now, you want to stop being a slave? That's the point here. Do you really want to stop being a slave? Are you ready to change your mentality? Because you, black people, are the most hated in the world simply because from you, it's whence they came. All of them. So until we take back what is rightfully ours, and I'm not talking about through violence. I'm talking about economic empowerment. Robin mentioned a young drug dealer on the street in the hood. That's your businessman. If he can, if he can keep up with 10 dealers on 10 different corners and know how, many, how much money he should be getting from each one, and he doesn't have a high school education, then that talent is going to waste on the streets because you know where he's going to end up, right? Dead or in jail. But we've allowed them to educate our children. We've allowed them to tell us what we should do. We've allowed them to, look, here's the bottom line. So you can't get a loan from, your, from the business. How many of y'all spent money, that $1,200 on rent or weed? or alcohol, how many of y'all came together and said, hey, man, I'm getting my $1,200, you're getting your $1,200, let's invest into a But business. how many have ever thought about this? You get these monster tax returns, monster tax returns, right? Mm-hmm. And you go out and buy furniture and do whatever else, and you pay mm-hmm. all these bills, but you struggle the rest of the year. Yep. You know what would be a great idea? Take that money to the bank and say, hey, I want to get a CD and I want to borrow I want to borrow what I'm putting in the CD. Well, I want to pay myself back. Or, or better still, take that money uh, and file your tax returns properly and use your money throughout the year. That would be the better no, thing to do. Just take the, just take it. Get you a, get you a, um, get you a loan against it. Because the great thing is, is that the next year when you get in that tax return, by then you'll have your loan paid off. And guess what? You can get another one. Yeah, you just make it. You just make your. Uh, you just make it bigger. You just add. You just add the next year's tax return to that one. But the great thing is, when you need money, you ain't got to go borrow the bank's money. You can borrow against your own money. Just do, just do what you do. It ain't that damn serious. I mean, come on, y'all. We got to do better. We got to figure it out. Because at the end of the day, we constantly lose because we are not focused on how do we win consistently, right? You're getting small. We're getting small wins, but we're not getting consistent. We're not getting consistency with our wins. We gotta get consistency. Walk around your community. There's opportunities in the hood. There's opportunities in the hood. 
you can make a you can become a millionaire from just the hood alone. You gotta find you gotta look for those opportunities and then create a way to make that opportunity be what it is. You know what I mean? You just gotta do it. You just gotta do it. Well, at the end of the day, it's our problem. <laughs> it really is. The fact that so many of us are dying. You know, some of y'all were so silly. Have y'all heard the PSA from uh, the Arkansas uh, Black Health Coalition? Sometimes we're so dumb, it's ridiculous. If you spray bleach on yourself, you can't get the virus. Oh, black people can't get the virus because of melanin. That's why I started off with that conspiracy theory because we buy anything. Until we start supporting one another. It ain't about supporting one another. Create something. Well, that's how you support. You, you, if create you, something, Dave. If, if you can't create, then support. You know where we, you know where we ate dinner last night? No, what did you eat dinner last night? Uncle T's. You ate dinner at Uncle T's? Yep. That's what's up, Black. Got a ham and cheese sandwich. That's what's up, some, Black. Some potato chips. But we got to figure this out. I could have went right up the street and went to Subway. You got to figure this out, man. Okay. But my point is that what we have got to start doing, because, see, this virus is real, and the many of you all's relatives are going to die because they got to go to work, just like that lady for uh, Tyson's. She got to go to work. They don't, and you know what? They're going to have a little memorial for her. They might name a locker after her, put some flowers on her workstation, and they're going to roll right on. Well, I'm just saying, Dave. And these Asians, I'm sorry, bro. I ain't care. I've told y'all. Why you keep having the conversation? Now? Why you keep bringing it up? I ain't because some of y'all ain't getting it because a lot of y'all, as soon as they open up your, it's ironic that they open up barbershops and beauty salons. Who spends more time in barbershops and beauty salons? Black people. No social distancing. So guess what? That's an opportunity for them to kill you. That's part of the conspiracy theory. But what I'm saying is that y'all going to take all your money right back to those Chinese to buy that hair, to get your nails done, to get your eyelashes done, all of that stuff. And they're laughing at you when you turn your back on you. That's so pretty clear. When now. you get a chance, people, I want you to go to the, the, uh, the, uh, the abolition project, the abolition project, A-B-O-L-I-T-I-O-N project. What is slavery? Slavery refers to a condition in which individuals are owned by others who control where they live and at and at what they and at where they work and where they work. There you go. Slavery has previously existed throughout history and many times in most places the ancient Greeks, the Romans, Incas, and Aztecs all had slaves. So did the American Indians. What does it mean to be a slave or an enslaved person? To be a slave is to be owned by another person. A slave is a human being classed as property who is forced to work for nothing. An enslaved person is a human being who is made to be a slave. The language is often used instead of the, instead of the word slave to refer to the person and their experience 
and to avoid the use of dehumanizing language. So they call you employees. Yep. Right. Exactly right. And people are going to say, I'm not a slave. So I want to give you one more thing. Go ahead, Dave. Let me find this real quick. Okay. By the way, I mentioned earlier as well that if you are uh, smoking weed in Little Rock and you're black, there's a target on your back. This was released today by the Little Rock, uh, the Arkansas Civil Liberties Reunion, uh, showing that arrests for marijuana possession in Arkansas have increased. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Isn't marijuana legal, at least medicine-wise, in Arkansas? Weren't they supposed to back off of arresting people for weed? Have increased nearly 50% since 2010, with black people 2.4 times more likely than white people to be arrested, despite comparable national marijuana usage rates. Arkansas saw the sixth largest percentage increase in marijuana possession arrest in the country okay to all the, to, to my to my friends I want to share this with y'all I want to share cola with y'all what is the what is corporate ownership life insurance corporate ownership of life insurance or corporate owned life insurance refers to an insurance obtained and owned by a company on its employee. These these insurance policies are taken out by companies on their employees by taking out policies. The companies are responsible for making the premium payment and receive the death benefit rather than the insured person's family or heirs. My slaves! I'm just saying. Cola. Anybody want some cola? If you want to look that up to see if you are to see if you're a slave, um, it's C O L I, corporate ownership of life insurance. So you're gonna make them rich whether you live or die. So you know what? Don't go back to work. It don't matter because when you die anyway, they still gonna get paid. In 2018, marijuana possession arrest accounted for. Forty-nine percent of all drug arrests in Arkansas. Yeah, police use the smell of marijuana as a uh, what do they call it? Um, what's the word they use? Probable cause. Probable cause. There you go. Across the U.S., law enforcement has made more than six point one million million related marijuana arrests between two thousand ten and eighteen in Arkansas alone. There were almost 10,692 marijuana arrests in 2018, the vast majority of which were for possession. Arkansas ranks 15th highest marijuana possession rate in the nation. Think about that. Arkansas only has three, 3 million people, but they're 15th among marijuana possession arrest rates. Overall, arrest rates have trended downward in some parts of the country. However, marijuana possession rates, uh, possession arrests have actually increased 49.2% in Arkansas since 2010 to 2018. Nationally in 2018, law enforcement made more marijuana arrests than all other violent crime. 
Are y'all getting this? Yep. They making money off you slaves. Always. And it's and it runs the gamut. Whether whether but the bad thing is they make money off of us, but we don't tap into the money they're making. No, we don't. We don't tap into that money no, to try no, to benefit our own communities. We no. don't tap into that money. Well, we do tap into it, but the problem is How do we tap into well, it? Quite Maybe, well, we tap let me into give you an, I'm gonna give you some example. But those who actually tap into it, they think it's cool. They made it. So they ain't gonna they're not gonna give you the secret sauce. What okay. okay. Help me understand how you tap so, into it. Well, let me give you an example. The one way that black people tap into their money more than any other way is athletics. More. No. Yeah, they do. No, that's a that's a very small piece of the money yeah, I'm talking I, about. I, you're, but it's a small piece, but it's a large chunk. Seventy percent of professional athletes are black. Okay. My point being is, yeah, they tap into the money. The problem is that many of them, and fifty percent of them are broke when they leave the when they leave well, the league. Well, that's I so agree. Your point is what? But many of them, those who are not even broke, don't turn that money around to assist other black people. Okay, that's yeah. the point. Okay, my point is the point I'm making here is is that black folks are often we are often generating tons of revenue. And that revenue, and and, and technically, that black person is a commodity. Hold on. That black person is a commodity in our community. However, the revenue generated off of that black person, be it him going to prison, be it him doing whatever. Playing athletics. Playing athletics, whatever. That money does not return to our community. How do we monetize black folks in our community? Because we got to figure that out. We got to figure out how we can monetize that. Well, before you can do that, you've got to have a mind shift, Robert. Because right now, black people, what, what, when you meet a lot of black people and you talk to them, what you, what's up, man, what's up? Man, I'm just out here trying to get mines. That, that mentality is inbred in us, that I'm just trying to get mine. I don't give a damn about no one else. That's inbred in us. And until we decide, we. Dave, I get you. How do we monetize black folks in our community? How do we you monetize can't, you, them? You can't do that until there's a mind shift. We can, we can start monetizing now, Dave. Dave, damn, that ain't going to never happen in our lifetime. How do we start it now, Dave? Okay. If it ain't, it's got to start somewhere. Okay. There's some black folks out there who agree with us. How do we start okay. it now? So you start it now by getting like-minded black people to start monetizing black people. How do we, by, how look, do we monetize Where are them? the black millionaires in Little Rock? If you knew if you knew oh, black millionaires Jesus. right now that were that was of, of You don't need black millionaires. Okay. You got eighty nine thousand black folks in Little Rock. Okay. How many, how, Hold many, on, Dave. how many of them are above the poverty? One second, level? Dave. Don't matter. Well, let me let me give it to mm-hmm. you. You mm-hmm. got eighty nine thousand black folks in Little Rock. Mm-hmm. Eighty nine thousand. How many? Eighty nine thousand. You mean eighty nine thousand? Eighty nine thousand. Okay. Each one of them put in twenty bucks. Mm-hmm. That's one point, I think it's one point six million. Mm-hmm. 20 bucks that's 1.6 million that's all we need to start monetizing black folks giving you no damn 20 dollars what, okay. what, what how's that gonna help me i bet you we get it from half how, how's that gonna help me we get 600 we get 700,000 how's that we gonna help me how, how is that gonna help me i ain't talking about them i don't even want to have a conversation no about them how, how is that i don't want to have a conversation me. about them if, look i'm talking about the ones $20, who agree man that's I'm a, talking about the ones hey, who man, agree. that's a couple of six packs 
That's, so, that's, so be that's it. That's a bag of weed, man. So what kind of weed you smoking for $20? You, know? you can't buy no weed for no $20. So, I mean, I'm just saying, how is that going to help me if everybody put in $20? I'm just saying. I mean, come on, man. All y'all, all you so-called smart black folks, you bourgeoisie black folks, always trying to tell Tuffy, look, Tuffy, trying, you are right. Try, Funeral homes do monetize black folks. Try, yes, they yeah, do. they do. How, how, how do we monetize black okay. folks the same way? All, I don't want to hear that, Dave. All I don't y'all hear trying that. to do, how do we monetize is trying to black tell folks? me how to spend my money. Okay, Dave. I work hard for my money. Dave, I don't want to hear okay? that. Okay. How, how do, do we monetize? I work, I work 40, how do we monetize black 40, 50 hours a week. How do we monetize I, I just got one life. You ready? How do okay. we monetize black I folks? I just got one life. How do we and, monetize and, and, black folks? And I'm going to enjoy my life. How do we you monetize take, black tell folks? Tell you what. Instead of, i tell you what. You let me borrow $20, and I'll put in your 20 and then the 20 that you let me borrow. How do we monetize black folks? I'm not, I'm not even dealing with you no more. How do we monetize black folks? How do we do this? What is the plan to do it? You ready for the plan? The plan is very simple. Every year in Little Rock alone, we're not talking about other places. Every year in Little Rock alone, $600 million comes in to deal with black issues in the black community. We form an organization, a nonprofit organization. Who's going to be over that organization? Whoever you want to put over it. But they got to understand that there is a common goal. And that goal is. I ain't giving him, I ain't giving him access to my money, man. He beat on gone. He beat on gone and, and I'm, we put I'm checks trying and to, balances in place, uh, Dave. Uh, what, what checks and balances? What does that mean to me as a black man when I need $20 to get me a six-pack? Hey, Dave, at the end of the day, you ain't going to legislate yourself out of this. You ain't going to pray your way out of this. You can, organize and, you can organize and strategize your way out of it. But any other thing, any anything else you try to do ain't gonna work. I'm not listening to y'all. Because at the end of the day, if you ain't talking about, if you don't Look, make money, it if, don't if we weren't supposed sense. to be poor, then we wouldn't be poor. That's how Negroes are, Dave. No, what you talking about? I get so tired of you black folks that done made it, trying to tell us little black folks what to do. Y'all live y'all life. We can live our life. I ain't thinking about y'all. I ain't giving you no damn twenty dollars. That would be great though, right? So if we you forget find, about it, if we create an organization where we can identify the aptitudes of every kid in the black community, right? Some kids are gonna have what aptitude? What the hell kids, is some aptitude? Some kids will have better. Some kids will be more skilled at what, computers. What is that? Coding. Some kids will be really good at what math. Is that? Some kids will be Man, really good at science. My boy going pro. We just identify that. If your kid's a good professional Man, basketball player, then we identify look, that. All he needs to guess do is what go we do, pro. Dave? Guess what we do, Dave? We create this thing where we take back all the money coming in our community. We put it to work ourselves. We don't allow somebody else to do it. Because Man, currently, what kind of drugs what you we're doing smoking? is we're allowing somebody else to do that for us. That ain't cool, Dave. What that kind of cool. drugs you smoking, man? I'm just telling you, man. I'm just telling you what to do. But, hey, you know what? If y'all want to keep being slaves, more power to you. Peace. You black bourgeoisie Negroes always trying to tell us poor black folks what to do. I live in the hood. How can I be bourgeoisie? I don't care. A lot, a lot of you bourgeoisie Negroes live in the hood. No, they don't. Thinking you, thinking no, you, they don't. You, 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 you stand with your roots because no, you're in the hood. But you really, you're in the hood, but you don't believe in the hood. So don't come in my hood trying to tell me what to do. I love everything about my hood. Even the people who got the mentality you you sharing right now, I still love them. I believe that there's a way out of this. And oh, if we really want to get out, space. if we really want to get out, you got to change your mentality. You got to change What's your mentality. What's wrong with my mentality? Up. 
I've been living this way all my life. Yeah, you've been a slave your whole life. Stay, well, uh, uh, I'm stay happy. on the plantation. Ain't nobody mad at hey, you. Hey, I'm happy. Stay on the plantation. I ain't got to be dealing with all that craziness you're talking about. Stay on the plantation. Y'all ain't going to ever come together. If you're going to come together, you would have been together a long time ago. Stay on so the plantation. So why, why I got to stop being who I am just so you want to have some pipe dream? Stay on the plantation, pimp. Oh, now you're calling me names now. No, you're a pimp. How am I a pimp? Because you are. You're just that kind of pimp. Mm. You're just pimping yourself. Pimping yourself out. You you you, you a pimp and you a hoe. Oh, no, you didn't call me a hoe. Yeah, you're pimping yourself out. Mm. That's what's up. Well, it's Do what you do for a poke chop player. Well, don't don't get mad at me. Give us free! <laughs> don't get mad at me. I'm just saying. This game, this thing ain't hard. <laughs> it ain't hard. It ain't hard at all. It's real simple. It's just do people want to do it. It's real simple. It ain't hard. It ain't hard at all. Well, obviously, it is hard, Robert. How so? Because before you can – oh, by the way, uh, Kim Jong-un apparently got surgery from his Korean doctors. He ain't doing too well. <laughs> Damn. Damn! Is he critical? Them, them damn Korean, them damn North Korean doctors. Damn. Is he, is he critical? Yeah, they're saying uh, he's in grave danger. Is there any other kind? <laughs> <laughs> so, but anyway, I'm I'm just saying, man. See, here here's the problem, and obviously I was being facetious earlier, but until, and we've talked about this over and over again until we decide that we want to change the situation that we're in, it has to be a collective voice, okay? Everybody's gotta, just like they're saying, if we're gonna, if we're gonna get out of this, this pandemic, everybody's gotta shelter at home. Everybody's got to do their part. And believe it or not, it's kinda working. Had we not sheltered at home, this pandemic would be a lot worse than what it really is. And see, there's a story in this. Boom, it just hit me. Is that if if we, if the nation pulled together, at least many of us, to shelter at home to keep the spread of the pandemic down, what would happen if black people pulled together? I'm asking for a friend. Robert's my friend. What would happen? We talk about this all the time. I don't brag. Look, look, I do brag. Yeah, I went to Uncle T's eat dinner yesterday. Probably going to go to Sims today. I went to Sims yesterday. Okay. Uh, let's see, where have I been? Oh, I hadn't been to uh, uh, K Hall yet, but I'm probably, I'm, I'm, I'm longing for some chicken wings. I think we get some K Hall today. I think after I leave here, Dave, I'm buying you, you lunch. Know? Let's go to K Hall. Okay. I'm, I'm longing for some chicken wings. Okay. I might get some poke chops. Poke chop, poke chop, greasy, greasy. You got issues, man. You got real issues. <laughs> What I'm saying to you all is that if we're going to solve our problem, our black churches, our black Don't put the black churches in there. I'm list, not doing this list, with you. I'm not doing this with you. Can, can, I, can, I, can I let them on the ark? God has not spoke to me yet. Can I let them God on the ark? God has not spoke to me. When okay. God speaks to me and tells okay. me to help y'all, okay. when God comes and says, I need you to go with Dave Coleman, I will come with you, Dave. Give us free. Give us free. Don't put black churches in there, man. I'm not gonna let you do that. I'm just saying. We got more. We got more liquor stores and churches in the black community. I get more okay. use out the liquor stores than I do the black churches. Okay, that's pitiful. Okay, 
Okay, okay, okay. Stop, Robert. No. Okay. Will you stop? I'm not letting you put churches in there. Okay. I'm what, not going to let you do it. What about the congregation in the church? No. Not, nothing that got to do with church we're going to even have a discussion about. So you want to start over? I'll let you start over. But I'm not okay. I'm not even letting you have a black church conversation. Because okay. let me tell you why you can't have a black okay, church. Okay, no. okay, okay, good. Okay, All right, okay, good. Okay. Let me hear you okay. say it. All, all you people, you people that has melanin in your skin, if you all decide that you want to change your predicament of your children and your children's children, then you got to start. You got to give us that $20. Okay, I'll tell you what. Um, this right here, this piece of paper right here is a prayer paper. <laughs> it's yellow. <laughs> it's long. It has lines on it. It's called a prayer paper. <laughs> Stop laughing, Robert. I need y'all to send me six dollars, not six ninety-five, just six dollars, and I will send you a piece of prayer paper. Okay. Will y'all do that for me? I'm gonna post my I'm gonna post my uh, my cash app, and I need you all to send me. Sow me a seed of $6. Now, I'm being facetious, obviously. But here's what I would love for you all to do. Let's identify some businesses. A business. Not a, no, let's not even do some. And let's attack them with our dollars. Okay? And then next week, the next week, let's identify another business. Look, I got a business, ribrub.com. Y'all want some rib? Attack my business with your dollars. All right. A little self-promotion there? Yeah, why not? I'm a struggling business owner just like everybody See, else. See, that's why Negroes can't get ahead. Okay. Attack my why business Why you got to be first? Dollars. Why we can't attack somebody else's business first? Why we gotta, why it got to be yours? Why it can't be mine? Why I got to be second to you? Why you can't come to me right now? Mm. Dave, why you can't come to me? Why they can't come to me first? Why you get to go first? Mm. Negro, who, who put you in charge first off? I think we need to have a vote. Therein lies the problem. Ain't no problem. It ain't no problem. I just want to go first. And if you down for black folk, I'm black. Put me first. It was my idea. But I'm blacker than you. I got more melodin than you. Melanin? No, melodin. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. You can go first, Robert. How much you need? I don't know. Just give me something. Why I got to be tell you what I need? Why you just can't give me nothing? Ain't this a give me? Ain't this a give me program? No, this is an empowerment program. See, y'all always got to be doing that. Why y'all always got to be doing that? Trying to make your brother feel stupid. All right, man. All right, man. Well, just give me what you got. All right. We got $10.95 for you after the show. Man, you think I'm finna waste my damn time for $10.95? I got that much money in the bank. Well, you won't have to let him run them checks through. I don't write checks. Well, I hope you got protection on your card. I don't have no card. I got a savings account. Mm -hmm. And that's all you got is $10.95. It's been tough. It's been tough. Yeah, the, the virus, right? You've been laid off. Virus kicking in? Mm-hmm. 
That's why you need to come to me first. Mm, okay. I ain't got no business or nothing, but you just need to come to me first. All right. You said black people helping black people. All right. Are you certain black people you want to help? You don't want to help everybody? No, I don't. Mm-mm. That's why niggas can't get ahead. They don't work together. See, I'm talking, see what I'm talking about right there. Mm-hmm. You come up, y'all come with all these great ideas, but y'all don't want to help black folk. No, we don't. Because we because the white man's ice is colder. His news is better. His one his women are more beautiful. Mm-hmm. Why should we go <sighs> to y'all? Mm-hmm. Y'all y'all don't do nothing but waste money. Drugs, gangs. Women getting pregnant, having babies out of wedlock, all that stuff. Y'all don't even support the businesses in your community. Why are we going to support y'all? I'm just saying. Y'all going out there and work. As I've said, my quote of the day is this. I'm not dying for your economy. My ancestors have already did that. It's time for white people to die for the economy. And that's my quote for today. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, Jesus. Mm. I don't even know what to say, man. I'm serious. My ancestors died. 400 years of death and destruction. I'm not dying for your economy time for white people to die for the economy go right ahead sacrifice do something that you dare not have ever done I'm just saying Vern don't get mad at me get mad at your cousin you quote ready Robert always we're waiting alright here it is right here This is all my black folks. I do this in love. Privilege is when your voice is the norm, but still you claim to be unheard. Remember, this Ku Klux Klan week. There you go. That quote is from Deshaun Stokes. Deshaunty Stokes. I don't know if I'm saying that right. That's how black folks would say it. If you want to find this quote, just type in bigotry. Bigot. Is it a Charleston Village. Charleston Village attack. Uh, Charlottesville terrorist attack, discrimination, discrimination quotes, divided America, division, false claims, hate, hate quotes, hatred, hated quotes. I just type in Ku Klux Klan. Privilege is when your voice is the norm, but still you claim to be unheard. Mm, you see that, see that every day at the capitals nowadays, don't you? Ooh, we. That's kind of like privilege the, is I, when your voice is the norm, but you still claim to be unheard. That's like the white woman <clears> who's <throat> mad because you call her Karen. She says it's like the N word. That's privilege. Privilege, man. We got to go. Hey, y'all, spend money on community. If you don't, nobody else will. Peace, players. I hope y'all mad as hell at us today. I hope so, you slaves. You should be. Slaves. Maybe you'll get off your duff slaves. and do something. Slaves. They say when you get mad, you get up and do something. Give us free. (laughs) Give us free. Bye. You've been listening to Black Focus, where we discuss our issues with our solutions 
and our voices. Join us every weekday afternoon at 1 p.m. on JoinetRadio.com.